Oh wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room of PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest, in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to this podcast wherever you find your podcast service of choice or the video version on YouTube at the Trophy Room. So, if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or... If you really, really like us, you can toss us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash Room. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? It was, wasn't until this moment that I realized I forgot to put deodorant on today. Oh, boy. And it's a good thing that we do the show over the internet, because it's... Not smelling the greatest right. over here right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's a little it's a little sweaty today. Dude, the weather all of a sudden was like, Oh, it's nice, it's spring, this is this is nice. You go outside, it's great, you don't need a sweater anymore. And then suddenly it's like I'm just gonna be sweltering. Because yeah. as I was reading, you saw I messed up the intro, my glasses fogged. Do you believe this? I do. I don't need them. They're not prescription, but, you know. That is the oldest, most senior person thing I've ever heard. Can you believe this? Look at that. Can you believe... Oh, and the secondly, world we live in. can you believe the attack that I've had on Twitter today? On me, my person, and oh. on the trophy room as a whole? <laughs> today I wake up, Kyle. And yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. to all the PlayStation greatness, for sure. Because actually, this week, a ton of stuff to talk uh-huh, about. Uh-huh. But today I wake up at around 9, as I mm-hmm. always do, and I go, oh my god, I forgot to you know schedule out questions or you know the questions tweet every week and i was like i gotta do something gotta do something fast and i made the thumbnail in less than five minutes the tweet in less than five minutes look at you and i'm i haven't even gotten the sleep out of my eyes but i make one little mistake i don't check grammarly this one time (laughs) i misspelled uncharted and i said uncarted yeah, and now everybody sees me, and I don't like it. <laughs> Listen, I feel like uh, there there's an IP to be had with the Uncharted characters in a cart game based around right? this. So you you are opening up a door that I don't think anyone would have known it was closed in the first place. Honestly, I, I think we stumbled on a great idea. You put Nathan Drake in a little cart. You put him like on a railroad track. Yeah. You know, and I, maybe yeah, it's yeah. a buddy system. You know, you got to crank on one. Oh, <laughs> like the like the old mine mine cart. Yeah, because everybody like they're like bring back. You know, what is it? Mario Kart Double Dash. Well, this mm-hmm. could be our Double Dash moment for PlayStation. <laughs> I've never played Double Dash. I'm just assuming that's how it rolls. It's just the 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 mine cart levels in RE4. That's all. Ex- it is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. God, I can't wait to relive that nightmare of a game with you. <laughs> that said, uh, in a good nightmare. In some ways, a lot of ways. We got a lot to talk about today on the trophy. We're going to be talking about Aloy coming to Fortnite. We're going to be talking about the canceled Days Gone 2 and Uncharted sequels. We're going to talk about the major PlayStation 5 April update. And what is exactly PlayStation's counterpunch to Game Pass? And when is it coming? All that and more. But before that, it's time for our Patreon pitch. Of course, we want to thank all of our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. Y'all make it uh, this show possible each and every week. We want to thank our newest 
Bronze Plus member Jose Canto. I want to thank our Platinum members, Todd Burowitz and Too Soon. Our Gold members, Chaotic Monkey, Gavin Goffrey, Griffin West, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master, Ren, and Metal Kirby. I want to thank our Silver Plus members, Hide Indoors, Marcus O'Neill. Oh, it's just Ray. JB the Purple Monkey, Jadus Von Metal, Tim Ulf, and Justin Rodriguez. So like always... Each and every week, if we ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, this whole world situation that we're in, if we got you through it, it really does mean a, a lot. If you toss a buck our way over at Patreon.com, it really does keep the lights on and this show going. And with that, Kyle, enough about the chit-chat. Enough about me misspelling words and just today not being my day. It's time to square up the news because we got a lot to talk about. And more importantly, this news story that broke on Friday, we got to cover it, but now we kind of get to gestate over the past week and what we really feel about it. So take it away, Kyle. Uh, this one is from Joe Scrubbles over at IGN. The Last of Us remake were reportedly in development and Days Gone 2 pitch rejected. In a new Bloomberg art report into dissatisfaction among Sony's lesser-known studios, sources say that a Last of Us remake codenamed T1X was started by Michael Mumbauer, the founder of Visual Arts Service Group, a Sony developer that traditionally assists development on PlayStation Studios games. Mumbauer apparently assembled a new 30-strong development group and, after passing on the idea, Idea of a remake of the first Uncharted game, settled on a remake of 2013's The Last of Us. However, the team reportedly ran into trouble after Sony kept their existence a secret and refused to offer extra budget. Head of PlayStation Studios Herman Hulse apparently deemed the project too expensive, and Mumbauer's team was moved to support development of The Last of Us 2. Sony moved multiple Naughty Dog developers onto the T1X project, and the remake effectively became a Naughty Dog project. Mumbauer and other original developers have now left the company, but development on the remake is apparently continuing. Bloomberg also says that Sony Bend pitched a sequel to Days Gone after the game's release in 2019, but was rejected. Sony then apparently moved Bend developers onto two Naughty Dog projects, a multiplayer game, presumably the standalone Last of Us multiplayer game, and a new Uncharted project, which has also been rumored recently. Some Bend staff reportedly left as a result of having their autonomy taken away, and leadership allegedly complained to Sony and asked to be moved off of Uncharted development. Sony Bend is now apparently working on a new original game. So this is just kind of the short version of the Jason Schreier article from Bloomberg that uh, pretty much came out this Friday, or last Friday, rather. We have a good, what, hour-long talk that we did last week when it first came out? Yep, and check that out on YouTube. And we came off fresh off that news. Like, we read it, you know, five minutes uh, before the show started, and, you know, now having it just almost a week since that article's release and we kind of have had our thoughts on the matter kind of evolve over time. Uh, we found that, you know, or at least I found that this article really did examine what could be a cultural problem within uh, the PlayStation studios. Like some of them feeling undervalued uh, in the likes of, you know, a naughty dog. That seems like to be their poster child. It kind of shows or kind of gives the illusion that there may be some problems ahead via studio relationship with the management of PlayStation in the months or years to come and how PlayStation is afraid of taking big risks because if these big blockbusters fail, well, that's a huge loss for the company. So they're trying to really be a little bit more safe 
targeting things that they know are going to work or series that know are going to work instead of taking risks. That's what the Jason Schreier article is pretty much all about, following this smaller team and their frustrations with the management, as well as Ben Studios, where we found out that, yeah, for Days Gone, it was profitable, but the critical response was so negative that Sony didn't see uh, a future with Days Gone 2, and they pretty much said, no, Ben, you know, you you go work on this uh, multiplayer game with Naughty Dog for the time being, and Ben was so worried while they were working on this multiplayer game, they were so worried that they'd just be absorbed into Naughty Dog that they requested, hey, listen, we don't want to do this project anymore. Let's let's make our own game. Can we make another game? Could, you, could we get another stab at it? And it looks like they are having another stab at a, at a big AAA game. Kyle, that all said, all that out of the way, what are your thoughts uh, on the news, and how have your thoughts evolved from Friday? Uh, the further that I've been from this, or the further we get from this, the more I'm just okay with it. I yeah. I don't think it's nearly as doom and gloom as a lot of people are making it out to be. I think it's just because of the drought of a PlayStation excitement that we're in that it makes mm-hmm. it feel so much worse. I really, I really don't think this is any different from any other company doing their own thing. Um, I just think it's being magnified over, or it's being magnified and more of an issue because you see Microsoft just killing the game. You see Nintendo continuing to crush it. So, and PlayStation is five months out from PS5. Right. Uh, so relatively fresh. We don't know a whole lot more outside of our Horizon. We know Sony Santa Monica is doing God of War. We know Returnal's coming at the end of the month. Um, so there and Ratchet in June. So like we know a little bit, but we don't know anything past this year, pretty much. And yeah. that's a, that's a little frustrating. But I'm still okay with that because there was a time where Sony just put everything out on the table and people hated that too. I think mm. we we came on this show and we're like. How many more E3s or or Paris Games Weeks are we going to get the same big five, like Days Gone, Last of Us, Death Stranding, Spider-Man, Horizon? But, like, just stop showing us things and just give us a date and then that's it. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm totally fine with not seeing the same thing over and over again until they're ready. I, I, I'm totally okay with that. As far as, like, Ben goes, <laughs> I, I love that Ben is getting a new IP to work on. Uh, they're a super talented studio. Um, the more I think about it, the more it kind of makes sense why Days Gone 2 wasn't greenlit right away, because that game was in development for, what, eight years? Eight, nine right. years? Probably cost a ton of money, and Sony might have just not have seen the value in going directly into a sequel right away. Yeah. And I I don't think we'll never get a Days Gone 2. I think down the line we might. But I don't mm. think... I, I think it's okay with not having well, I, one immediately. I think Days Gone 2 is done. I don't think so. I think that idea is, is out the window. And I maybe, look, maybe things changes because, you know, Days Gone is coming to PC. Days Gone is coming with, uh, you know, the it PlayStation is PS Plus, Plus collection. And, yeah, PlayStation Plus as well. So I think this is 
giving them another or that game another chance at the spotlight and them taking a look at the downloads and how many people are actually playing it and how many people are giving up on it or, you know, completing it. Um, I think that's what they're really kind of taking a look at right now. I think they're still in an analysis mode. The way Jason Schreier said it is that their game just got greenlit in, you know, January of mm-hmm. this year. So to me, I, I take a lot of this news of like, look, it sucks that we're not getting a day's gone to. Right. Cause a lot of people are like, Oh, you know, I get that this game was, you know, critically panned, whatever, you know, you thought, um, but I liked it or they could have expanded in, in, in certain areas and gotten rid of certain aspects of the game and really honed in on what made days gone great into the sequel. I totally get that for me as a person that I'll be frank, it didn't blow my socks off in either direction. It was a, it was a solid seven, you know, like it, and, and I've been very transparent on it. It didn't blow me away as typical Sony first party games do. So for me, seeing that we're not getting a Days Gone 2, yeah, it disappoints because, you know, you want to see what they could have done with a sequel. But at the same exact time, it's really cool that Sony is giving them another shot. And at the same exact time, let them go with Days Gone. You know, there was a interesting David Jaffe uh, interview, former uh, PlayStation uh, dev and, and creator of God of War from PS2, creator of God of War, uh, with Jeff Ross, the creative director of Days Gone and former uh, creative director. He left the studio, and you know, Jeff said it. It was like the game was profitable for us, but it wasn't the most successful thing. Um, you know, he said the critical reception did scare Sony a little bit, but at the same exact time, when we were getting the comparisons of Last of Us, Sony still had our back. Yeah. And I think that this is what ultimately hurts Days Gone, no matter if there's a sequel or not, is that it will always be compared to a Last of Us because at the end of the day, they're both zombie games. Yeah. And I think that also has something to do with a sequel not getting greenlit immediately. Yeah. Because Last of Us Part Two just came out, uh, you you figure if they get straight to work on a Days Gone Two right after it went out, you figure that was twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. So probably two years after Last of Us Part Two, you'll get another first party so PlayStation Studios game with zombies in it as the main enemy. That's uh, that it's not feeling fresh yeah. for everyone playing. Like it's the same thing over over and over again. So on that point of view, yeah, it's one hundred percent. I'm 100% okay with that because I want different things from every single game. Right. And I think that it's, again, I and I think it's cool that Sony was just like, okay, go ahead, do do this own your own thing there. And what Jeff Ross wanted to, to, to put on the record was, you know, this whole thing of Sony playing it safe. You know, he said on this interview, kind of against what Schreier was saying, is like, Sony still lets us do our thing. Sony still lets us be creative. They're still very hands-off, which mm-hmm. is refreshing to hear. They don't worry about spreadsheets and whatever. They just, like, yeah. they give you the money and, like, make your thing. We'll, we'll yeah. see you when you're ready. And that's that's awesome. And, yeah, he's under NDA, but, again, he did he did speak between the lines. If you mm-hmm. could read between the lines, you'd be able to, to kind of pinpoint what he's saying here. So it did it did give me some comfort, but there is some worry on the naughty dog end when we talk about a last of us remake 
Naughty Dog taking over the reins of this small studio to, to do this remake. And a lot of people are like, this is the most unnecessary remake ever. This game came out in 20, what, 2012, 2013? 2013. Like, it's not even, it's not even 10 years old, not close. Why? Why make this a remake, Kyle? Why do it still? Does so it make here, sense? I know last time we were like, oh yeah, it makes a little bit of sense. Here's, but now here's the thing, it? though. Here, no, it, I mean, do we need one? No. I'll say we don't need one. I'm going to play the, the shit out of that game when it comes out. I mean, I'm going to buy it. If there's a collector's edition, 100% I'm going to get it. Like, that's not even a question. But I, I think it's kind of weird to say, like, how can Naughty Dog do this? This wasn't a Naughty Dog idea. Right. Sony gave it and gave this project from the, the, the small team from the visual arts uh, visual arts service group um, yeah. that were, would assist other developers. And Sony themselves told Naughty Dog to take over and kind of work on it and whatnot. So it's not like Naughty Dog was like, all right, let's remake our own game. No, it's like the Sony heads gave it to him. So I, I think the the pushback against Naughty Dog is unwarranted because it's not it wasn't their choice realistically right. and that sucks because it eliminates that choice of maybe look I, I don't think all of Naughty Dog's assets are going into this remake I definitely no. think whatever Neil's doing is the main project there but having people from the first game there kind of be the liaison into this remake and it, that that does suck in a creative way because you want to see that team do the work that they actually are passionate about and that is what rumor has it take it for what you will but some people that are leaving naughty dog are leaving because they've been put on this remake and they want to you know stretch their creative muscles and do something creative and not just work out a remake and i get it at the same exact time i totally understand why this remake exists yeah because yeah for sure it it's is not coming out next week like by the time it comes yeah. out it's probably two three years from now right and by the time that game comes out, the show will be here. And you want, and I'm still holding on to this to to the, to this point, you want that product to look the best it can be when you have something side by side with it. You don't want it to be dated. You just don't. And by the time this thing comes out, it will be around nine, ten years. That is the similar time frame that we have on Demon Souls. Yeah, so exactly. So then ask yourself, why is it good for Demon Souls and not this? Mm -hmm. So I think we're blowing things out of proportion because we're nervous and we're kind of scared because we're not hearing anything from PlayStation. We'll get to that in a second. But like, I think when you kind of take a look at it, yeah, it's not something that speaks to us so much as it's going to speak to the casual gamer or the person that is buying a console for the first time or like this HBO show so much that they're going to go try out this game. Yeah. That's what they're betting on here. And that's why I think they, they said, you know what? Maybe don't do Uncharted. Maybe do Last of Us instead. I think that makes sense. Now, Rigo on Twitter asks us via the Pony Sony Express or Sony Pony Express. And asks, Yeehaw! Yeah! What PlayStation game would you like to see have a remake instead of The Last of Us? If you could get a series, if you could get a game that you wanted to be remade, and I'm just going to say from the PS3 area to make it easy, Okay. what would you actually like to see remade? So if we're limiting it just to PS3, that takes out my Legends of Dragoon Wish. That's right. That, that takes out some PS2 stuff. Um, 
But PS3, to me, it's only two games. Okay. It's either Infamous or it's Resistance. I was going to say Infamous. Yeah. So, like, it's the the two less Infamous than Resistance, but Mm -hmm. Sony needs a first-person shooter in their exclusive first-party lineup. They need right. they need something to make it different from everything else that is currently out there by all the PlayStation Studios. Everything is pretty much, and we've heard it all before, third person over the shoulder, action shooty cover base kind of thing. There's no yeah. really first person thing since Killzone is now a thing of the past because Gorilla's making Horizon stuff. Right. So I, I think remaking Resistance would be such a good move for them to be just a little bit more varied in the PlayStation Studios lineup, and I think that game will do, and that worlds, the enemies, the weapons, everything about it, I think will do extremely well in mm-hmm. everyone that didn't give that series a chance when it was on PS3. So I mean, and how the weapons would work oh, with the dual Oh, my God. Yeah, unreal. That would be fantastic. Uh-huh. Yeah. For me, I think it's infamous, because that is the series that I want to tackle... Uh, the most out of out of all the games that I miss in the PS3 era, um, I I really want to see what the hubbub's about with those games. Um, that I want to see the Paragon and the Renegade options, whatever those are called in that game. I want to see that. So that's what uh, I would choose in the. I believe PS3 it's just era. hero and villain, isn't it? I think it's hero and villain. Yeah. That said, Hidden Doors asks. Okay, and this relates right back to Days Gone Two. With Days Gone Two being shelved, are there any one-off games? That you wish had spawned a sequel. Think about it. One-off games spawned a sequel. I could think of one. I got one as well. Okay, go for it. It's a a game that I wanted to play for Road to Greatness in March. Uh, Enslaved, Odyssey to the West. Um, But but that's not a PlayStation exclusive game. I mean, she didn't really say. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that you know. I I love what Ninja Theory did with that game. That game's mm. so underrated. It is so good. I would love to play another game with those characters and in that world. Yeah. You know, it just it makes me think, Kyle, that it's just been about two thousand two hundred thirty. Always days. take an easy road out. You're Absolutely. giving me limiting yeah, things. I can't pick PS One games. Uh-huh. No, blood. No more Bloodborne remakes or, or Bloodborne. So, no, I'm shutting it down. Why? I'm sh- I'm Don't be a out. Jim Ryan about this, Kyle. Let me. Oh, choose. excuse me. If I remember correctly from that Jeff Ross <laughs> interview with David Jaffe, he uh-huh. said the one time he met Jim Ryan, it was when they were showing them the demo, and Jim Ryan threatened to fire fucking everybody in the room if they let it leak. So Jim Ryan's a fucking badass. Excuse the f bombs, <gasps> everybody. <laughs> I know it. I I had to think because it's weird with video games. We don't get like a like games are planned out to be franchises, right? Milk it till it's dry, all that stuff. There's a game from Insomniac. Let's get it. You know what I'm thinking about, audience. You know what I'm talking about, Kyle. Let's remake Fuse. (laughs) I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. No, Sunset Overdrive. We Mm. need this game. We want this game. Hand it to the small studio at Insomniac. This game had so much energy, so much punk rock vibes. Yeah. Give the... Give this game another go. That's a great the PlayStation one. PlayStation audience would fucking love this game. Yeah, I have a, yeah. I have another one. To answer uh, Catherine's okay. question here. Sure. Um, a game that ended on a cliffhanger. It was a relatively close to launch of PS4. Uh, mm-hmm. Give me that Order eighteen eighty six sequel. 
and yeah. make it what it oh, what God, what we yes. wanted it to be. Not this cinematic mm-hmm. QTE thing when you're fighting like big bosses or whatnot, yeah. but give me this badass night of the round yeah. taking on these werewolves and cryptid monsters that are taking over the the city of yes. London in like yes. a open world action game. Like, yes, I want it. The yeah. I love that setting and give it to me. Yeah. That, and that's the thing. If I could resurrect, if you if you gave me a gun and I had to shoot either Order 1886 or Days Gone, I'm shooting Days Gone in the mouth. I don't care. Like, I liked Days Gone, put it very loosely, but like I really enjoyed Order 1886. Yeah. I think it was my first PS4 Platinum. Yeah. I really enjoyed that game. That said, Bad Mother, watch your mouth, asks us on Twitter, with you being a great rep, Within the PlayStation community, I thought I'd share this with you. Something to add to the discourse that seems to have been lost with the recent Shire report. Most of what came out of the report is what Sony execs have been telling us since 2019. What changed with the public response? Is it the Messenger Jim Ryan or the Game Pass comparisons changing how we feel about it? Thought it might be a good topic on the show. And what Bad Mother shared with me, what your mouth, is... The, the article a, a few years back where Sean Layden's like, hey, we got to focus on fewer but bigger games. That's what Jim Ryan has also echoed as well. It's a sentiment they're both sharing. And honestly, what is the problem here, Kyle? To me, it's kind of a bit of both, right? Like, I, I want to know what you think first. Do you think it is the messenger, Jim Ryan? Do you think that Game Pass's value is just so great? that it's it is the thing changing the conversation i i definitely think it's game pass more than just jim ryan yeah i i think they're i think jim we're expecting jim ryan to be a phil spencer Mm. and and he will never be a phil spencer and i'm i'm personally okay with that he and he's definitely no sean Layden either when he's so upfront and in in people's um point of view so readily uh throughout right. the year when it comes to playstation stuff so i i think i think it's more game pass than than jim ryan as a person like G- game pass is killing the game with these incredible deals like outriders i think would not nearly be as ex- successful as it is if it wasn't for game pass and like mm-hmm. having MLB the show day one is just a huge steal for microsoft and i think people are seeing that and wanting change, and this is what's causing the fire to kind of to burn pretty bright in, yeah. in the PlayStation fandom because they get all those shiny things, so why can't we get the shiny things? <laughs> kind of situation going on. Um, I, I'm I'm with you there to an extent. I do think uh, that a bit of it has to do with Jim Ryan. Um, you know, I was listening to Jeff Grubb uh, on Twitter. He, he linked out a video of his of talking about what I, uh, something along the lines of like what seems to be PlayStation's issue, right? Because we we know what was wrong with Xbox. They changed it. They fixed it. They analyzed it, and they bought studios. They bought Legacy. They bought first party, and now the ship seems to be all right. And it's a very aggressive ship at the same exact time. Whereas PlayStation. We know their strengths. We know what they're good at, and it's the big blockbuster games. But what we really don't know is what is Sony's Achilles heel? What is 
their weakness. And it's something that people have been trying to analyze over the past few weeks. And so I'd give a huge shout out to Jeff Grubb, future friend of the show. And you're welcome anytime, my friend. Um, That's what I kind of think is happening right now is that we're in this influx of Xbox is making some really awesome moves while we wait for their big first party games to come out and for them to be at full force. Whereas PlayStation, we know their playbook. We know it really well. It's big blockbuster after big blockbuster, big AAA game. You know, that's what they're about. And they're going to shut up until that that game comes out or the time to market that game, you know, arrives. That's, that's what Jim Ryan's all about. So Jim Ryan's trying to say, hey, listen, you know why you're, you're coming here. It's for the games. As where, you know, the PS4 generation, this is a point with Jeff Grubb was, this was a place made by the players for the players. You felt that energy that there was people in charge that were passionate about games. We have no one to be passionate with, to share that love, to share that energy. And it's so weird that we revere Phil Spencer or we revere, you know, like Miyamoto, right? These people that like, have changed the game in certain ways, but we kind of want our CEOs to have that same passion or at least share or, 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 or kind of, you know, give us those, those little like bit of pieces of humanity moments, I guess is what I want to say, or reflect their love back. It's, it's not like any other industry. It's so weird. We don't give a shit that Tim Cook uses an iPhone or not. He's just the CEO of Apple making moves. Right. But for some reason we do care that our CEOs know the industry. And I think Jim Ryan knows what he's doing. I just don't know if he's as passionate about this thing as we are. I, I hear, I hear you. I I hear what you're saying. And I don't even necessarily know if that's like what we need either, Kyle. No. Yeah. 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 I, I personally do not care if Jim Ryan's a gamer or not. I, that doesn't make make it doesn't make one difference whatsoever. But I, I think place. <laughs> no, I know what you're doing. Oh, for the audio listeners, yeah. yeah. Um, I think what it, PlayStation's in a unique situation that I'm trying to think of. The other two big ones, where we know more about some developers on the on the PlayStation side of things than we do anywhere else. Right. Like not even including Shuhei. Like Shuhei is that person that we could be like, oh, he loves games just like us. He's getting platinums. He's he got to introduce Demon Souls. Uh, on the, he's like, music, yeah. yeah, you know, whatever. Herman too. Yeah, like yeah. Herman loves games. We have Corey Barlog. We have Neil. We have game directors. Uh, Brian Stevenson from who made um, uh, oh my God, it sounded like Spider Man. Um, yeah. Like we know these names and we know how much they love games because they're constantly tweeting about it they're constantly saying they're about talking about their love of games just in general and i think that is something that is lacking from everywhere else and that's we don't need to have a jim ryan right gushing about how much he loves games because we have so many other things to to really look and i think it is the wombo combo of we don't know what's on the horizon for playstation as well um we don't again there seems like I guess the the error in the room of we don't know if we trust this Jim Ryan guy, this new stepdad of ours. Um, <laughs> and at the same exact time, we're seeing Phil Spencer and his team be so transparent with their audience that I think the Sony hardcores out there that really give a shit about that really give a shit about that. And they're yeah. seeing moves like, you know, MLB the show 
a PlayStation game coming on Game Pass day one, and you know, I was kind of looking at Jimbo going, "What do you what do you got to say?" And he's asked like, "Nothing." Oh, and by the way, I'm taking I'm taking away all those PS3 and Vita games that you love so much, and don't you even dare think about the PSP, you son of a bitch. Like, like you know, it's it's those, it's it's the lack of messaging mixed with yeah, Xbox making the moves with Game Pass, and I mm-hmm. think is. The thing that we're very concerned about is that we're afraid that PlayStation doesn't have a voice anymore, where you know the voice of of Xbox is all about. You have a similar thought with Nintendo as well, what their voice is. It's like, where's PlayStation? Where's that, you know, Kevin Butler? You know, where's that Phil Spencer? Where's that, you know, Miyamoto? Kevin Butler wasn't a real person. That was an actor. <laughs> I don't fake news. He was real. I believed in it. Uh, real quick, I do want to yes. uh, correct some things. I mixed together two people that work in oh, Insomniac together. I met James Stevenson and Brian Inta, in, in Intahar. 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 Yeah. I, com- I, com- I squished them together as one person. They're two separate people, also at Insomniac. <laughs> now, Naga Chaka, Naga Chaka writes in. This is the last question about this topic. We'll move on. Uh, with the crappy news of Days Gone 2 getting rejected, let's focus on some positive memories. What was your favorite thing about Days Gone? I'll always remember taking down Zombie hordes as they were so stressful and intense, in a good way, of course. And surprisingly, I really enjoyed cruising around on the motorcycle, either though it's uh, it took some time to get used to. For Iron Mike. Hell yeah. I won't miss those cutscenes. Um, <laughs> I like the hordes. Of, hordes of- are rad. The hordes were a really cool idea, and I think like I'm playing Outriders right now, and there, there's moments where like people are like I'm really it's really hard to kite these enemies around and whatnot. I'm like, I've played Days Gone, so I am pretty set. That's like, pretty good. <laughs> I'm good at pathing. So yeah, that's the thing. I I will miss taking out the hordes of zombies. I wish there were more of those uh, encounters, uh, or, or at least earlier in the game. I don't know what the, and that's the thing about this game. I don't know what it looks like because it's changed so much since its mm. release. And I will miss riding the motorcycle. I think once you got the motorcycle to like its best iteration of itself, man, that thing was fun to drive and just to think about. Again, I know whatever, but like if that was on the dual sense, having that haptic, that would be mm. really nice. Yeah, I I I will also shout out the horde. Yeah. Um, the hordes were so fun, so stressful filled me with anxiety uh, so much. There's one particular one that I believe was in the first time we saw Days Gone gameplay at E3. Mm. The one in the lumberyard in the game yes. was was just as stressful as that E3 demo. And I so remember good. failing it over and over again and trying different paths because it just wiped me out. It was a gigantic yeah. horde. And yeah. that was one of my favorite moments of that game. Um, I also like... I really enjoy Deacon's arc in this game i love i love where he starts with and i love where he ends and i'll miss I, the twists of those games especially at the end that's for yeah sure. and just shout out to like the scenery of oregon in that game yeah. the beautiful scenery um yeah days gone's great and I'm, I'm happy more people because of this news are like mm-hmm. playing it because they're like, oh, what's the whole the whole hubbub about Days Gone? And it's free on PS Plus this month. It's already in the the in the PlayStation Plus collection thing that every yeah. Plus owner on PS Five gets. Like, please play Days Gone. 
it's it's definitely worth your time, especially after all the patches. It's really good. I do want to see what it is now on PlayStation Five because everybody's like, it's a different experience. It's something yeah. else. So I definitely want to. I'll definitely try it, try it again. But at the end of the day, I really think this story just speaks to the big issue. To wrap it up with in a nice little bow of like, Sony needs to start talking to us. They need to start talking. They need to be personable again because. We're tired of just seeing ads after ads on Twitter. We want to get some personality and feel like we're being talked to when we're talking to them. And I think that's really important because at the end of the day, like, yeah, there was a Naughty Dog game or or, or Uncharted game canceled. (laughs) You know, there's Days Gone 2 that got, you know, axed, but we're not talking about that. We're instead talking about this fire that may or may not exist at PlayStation. And honestly, I think a lot of that goes away when PlayStation starts talking to us. So I think they got to stop caring about their image and start, you know, or or obsessing about their image and just start talking to the fans again, because that's what got you up here. It's not just the games. It's the way how you communicated to your audience. But with that, Kyle, listen. And also, like, talk to us, PlayStation. We would love to talk to you just personally. Please, like, you know, hit us up whenever you want. A chat, cup of joe. I don't know. Whatever it is. Bring neck. We'll have a conversation with Bring neck. neck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, listen, let's talk about some really good news here. Because we're finally getting some updates, some much needed change coming to the PlayStation 5 UI. Take it away, Kyle. Over at the PS blog, PS5 April update brings new storage options and social features. Store PS5 games on compatible external USB drives. With this feature, you can now transfer your PS5 games to USB extended storage from your console's internal storage. PS5 titles also cannot be directly downloaded to USB extended storage. However, games that you transfer or copy back to internal storage will automatically update when applicable. Cross-generation share play. PS4 and PS5 players can now share play together while chatting in parties. This means PS5 console users can let their friends on PS4 consoles view their game screen or even try out the PS5 games through share play and vice versa. Improved game base. The game base menu has been improved for quicker access to important content and features. You can now easily switch between parties and friends to start chatting with your existing parties or see what each of your online friends is up to. Disable game chat or adjust player's volume. A game update pre-download. Once it's enabled by developers, title updates for games will pre-download to your console if the automatic update setting is enabled and your console is on or in rest mode. It also adds screen zoom, a new trophy settings and stat screen. The level of trophies that results in automatic capture of a screenshot or video clip can now be customized. So you can now choose to only capture and save images, videos, and moments when you earn higher grade trophies like gold or platinum. We're also introducing a new player trophy stat screen where you can check out the summary of your trophy level and status at a glance. We're also introducing a myriad of new features for PlayStation app to make it easier than ever to connect with your console experience remotely. Recently, we introduced the ability to save products in a wish list, get notifications when your friends are online, and change your console online status. In the upcoming weeks, uh, we'll be rolling out even more, including the ability to join a multiplayer session on PS5 from the app, manage your PS5 console storage, compare trophy collections with friends, and sort and filter products shown in the PlayStation Store. And with an update from IGN's Matt Perslow, for those using 120Hz PC monitors, the PS5 now supports 1080p resolution at that high refresh rate. A new option has been added to automatically switch video output 
output to non-HDR when the console is displaying SDR video or games, which will save you a bit of fiddling through menus. There's also new HDMI control options. One-touch play enables your PS5 to turn on your TV when the console boots and set your sets your TV to the right input. There's also a power-off link, which will put the PS5 into rest mode if you turn off your TV. More things like this. Sony needs to do more <laughs> things like that. Last this. one's cool. I didn't know about the the last one. You can turn your TV off and your PS5 will turn off also, or go in that, rest mode. That's so convenient. And I have a Sony TV because of the best TVs out there. Do I um, do I start trusting rest mode though? That is the question. I've always put my my I have not on once. Oh, dude, I'll dance with the devil on a cold moonlight. Like this, it's fine. <laughs> Or Pale Moon. We got Mr. Moneybags over here being able to afford a new one of your bricks. <laughs> I, I've, real talk, I've heard like, oh yeah, it may like fuck up your hard drive or whatever. But I'm like, I'm rolling the dice. It, it has not messed up on me yet. I'm hoping maybe there's some stability updates in here as well. Because the sure. thing about PlayStation, it's something that we've all learned as time goes on, is they'll tell you like the big things, but they won't tell you the little things they've done on the back in the background either. Um... But Kyle, I got a question, and it comes from the most famous Seamus I've ever met in my entire life. He writes in this week, he usually writes in the Discord this week, must have been busy. He sent us a little tweet over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. He says, what is your favorite thing about the big PlayStation 5 update? Out of all these things here, Kyle, what is the thing that's speaking to you the most? I mean, is it the external USB hard drive thing? That's what everybody's talking about. Does it solve your woes? No. Where are you? I don't have an external hard drive to, to do anything with anyway, so. Really? Yeah, no. No, no, we don't. No, no, we don't. You're fine. You don't even think you need one. Kyle, nah. they gave us like 667 gigs. I will patiently wait for the internal one, and then I'll update okay. through there. Wow. Um, okay, so you don't even care. No, I, I don't. That doesn't bother me. And I'll be honest. A lot yeah. of this doesn't really affect me too much. Really, I don't play multiplayer games a whole lot. Mm. The only way I play or use the game base for friends are if we're doing a, a stream and we have to share a screen to to you. Yeah. If I have to share my screen with Mike, and that's it, pretty much. Yeah. So that's um, I will I will say the game update pre download is pretty freaking great. Why? How was that not in there at the start? Right, that's a little a lot of this. How is a lot of these things not here from the jump? Yeah, I mean, again... It leads that, to another question I have, but we got to answer Famous's first. Yeah, I, I do think that the the last thing with... Um, trophies? No, the, the turning off the TV and, and PS5 going in oh. rest mode, or vice versa, I think is okay. really, really cool. Um, my favorite thing here has to be the disabled chat or just player's volume. <laughs> Listen, I was playing... Uh, I was playing Outriders with uh, with fans Brent and Jose. We we're having a great time, but we were having difficulty at some portions of the game. It gets very loud, and we had to like keep on playing with our volume in order to hear each other. This should have been here at day one, but it's here now, and I'm very I'm 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 here for it. At the same exact time, um, the game base it's has improved it just it doesn't just give you party but it gives you a quick little menu to friends so you can add people to a party or not so it's it's really nice it's a little bit more streamlined though i'm still not the biggest fan of game base um that being said kyle my internet i don't humble brag 
is so good that I don't feel like I need the USB storage, but I just did it on Demon Souls just to have a, you know, how long would it take? It takes about 10 minutes okay. uh, from the hard drive to then put it back on PlayStation 5. I encountered about 10, maybe a little bit more minutes. It depends on your hard drive speed, but that's how long it took me. Usually I just delete the game, and if I really want to go back, I'll re-download it. Like Miles Morales took me like five minutes to download Humble Brag yet again. So it, it, my, my question here, though, how long is it until, like, when's the realistic date we're going to have the actual expansion, the SSD expansion slot? Oh. When is that coming, Kyle? Because I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, like, this is a Band-Aid solution for, for the external USBs. 100% it's a solution, it but not great. When are we going to get that SSD solution? It has to be soon, dude. I, uh, honestly... I could see it being a year from the console release date. November. That is what I fear right now. Because if it took, look, it took how how many months? It's you about five ish, <laughs> little over five. Yeah, to just get this one. How long is that summer one? How yeah. long is that away? Is it September? Is it October? That really, really sucks. Because I don't see it being a part of whatever E three presentation they do. Right. That's all yeah. going to be all about games and services. So I don't, yeah. I don't think and that's going to be there. And honestly, I expect things like this to be blog posts anyway. Absolutely. So like, yeah. Yeah. They, hopefully by September. But I, I, I think you're right. I think it's a year out. Yeah. Uh, and, w- and when I mean a year, I mean like November of holiday will have this. Mm-hmm. But it just, it, it kind of sucks that that's the case. But Around whenever hey, Horizon comes out, probably. Yeah. And you know what, Kyle? Speaking of Horizon, first off, overall, this is a great start. Yeah. Great start. I think. Right. I think this is a great first step. Let's see where they go what, because the PlayStation yeah. Five UI has a lot, a lot of potential. It's just not there yet. What is the uh-huh. one thing that you're still wishing, other than the SSD thing? Great question. Other than the SSD thing, I would just like a more customizable quick menu. Sure. And let's be honest, Kyle, we need an option so that and PlayStation Four users, you're in luck. You don't have to deal with this. The quick menu is a great idea. Again, I want it more customizable. But usually, you press and hold any goddamn device, it'll bring (laughs) you to turn off the device. Mm -hmm. And then you press turn off, and that's great. But when you just press and hold, all it does is it brings you to the main menu of your PlayStation 5. So you actually have to tap the PlayStation button, go to quick menu, and then tab all over to power, and then put it in rest mode, because you're not afraid of the chances. <laughs> I I'm I I guess this is not a big deal to me. I It's really not that bad. You you press the button, you go to the quick menu, you go left one and you're at the power uh, button. It just should be quicker. I mean, it, under under 10 seconds for me to turn it off. Come on. Don't let listen. I'll exaggerate just the way a Twitter exaggerates. This is the <laughs> worst thing ever. And just do what I say. <laughs> All right, I think fair. they definitely get that though. I think yeah. I think you will see that by the end of the year. I'll 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 put a bet on that because that yeah. that is a much needed change. I, uh, I I I one thing I do I I want actually is just an easier way to get to trophies. Yes. Instead of going to instead of getting to going to my profile or going over to my profile icon and finding trophies there, give me a trophy button at the, at the quick menu. And. I'll take it one step further. Make that damn list 
<laughs> vertical. <laughs> the horizontal thing cuts mm. off the word. Mm. It cuts off the sentence of what I'm trying to read. And then I got to click it. And it's, it's, it's just a mess. Also, I want a universal button that says no hidden trophies. You have it one time when you oh, enter the trophy yeah. list. You go, do you want to unlock all hidden trophies? And just say yes. Because sometimes I just want to know. I've already beaten the game. Yeah, Don't that's tell true. me again. Don't tell me again. That's Smack you, Jim Ryan. That's, that's what I'll do. <laughs> you don't meet my demands. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, Kyle, listen. It's time, it's time to focus. Yes. Get it? Hit, hit. Wink, wink. Oh, Aloy arrives over in Fortnite. This comes from PS Black. Remember? Because her focus is her little thing. I get, get, no, get yeah, it. Get it. I'm witty sometimes. Hey. Outcaster, <laughs> Seeker, and Champion Aloy enters the fray alongside familiar mementos of her Horizon Zero Dawn adventure. In addition to the Aloy outfit, all these items will be available to for purchase in the item shop starting April 15th, 2021. Though Blaze may not be a crafting resource on the island, you can still use it for show via the Blaze Canister Backbling. Also, glide into battle with the Glint Hawk Glider and strike objects with the Aloy Spear Pickaxe. Using the Heart her, the Heart Rising emote, express yourself with the Focus Event uh, Focus Effect, and inspired by the Shield Weaver armor, adorn your weapons and vehicles with the Shield Weaver wrap. All items in the Horizon Zero Dawn bundle will be available individually, but the bundle includes the Aloy, the Skywatcher loading screen as an added bonus. Additionally, anyone who owns the Aloy outfit and plays Fortnite on their PS5 will unlock the Ice Hunter Aloy style based on the Banuk Ice Hunter outfit from Horizon Zero Dawn. Kyle, 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 Kyle. I've never been so excited ever <laughs> i digress i'm really excited for this kyle like i she looks I'm, great she looks absolutely fantastic like i'm trying to see right now I'm trying to log into fortnite just to see maybe they have it early i've i've never been this excited for a cosmetic i think since i saw master Chief. kratos uh, Kratos is, is, is one thing master chief for me i get this playstation podcast whatever just owned me but like Master Chief has that child, like, that's the thing that, you know, I loved back in the early 2000s. So, like, it has that childlike, you know, glow when I see the Master Chief. So, like, that one did it for me a little bit more. Also, I'll say this. I April think 15th, Chief, by the way, is when yeah. it comes out. So uh, I think Master Chief just looks better than Kratos. All right. I think he does. Because I, like, everything about Kratos looks great until you get to the face. He's a bit of a butterface uh, in Fortnite. Uh, the Fortniteified face just doesn't treat treat him well. Um, yeah, this comes out as of this podcast. It she looks fantastic, and I think she has the Fortnite effect. It works rather well on her, mm -hmm. where not a whole lot changes. What are, What are your thoughts on on the skin? And is this something that's gonna maybe get you to glance on over to uh, no. to the Fortnite? I mean, I bought Kratos skin, and I use it maybe once or twice, and then I was done. I don't Come think on, this is going to get me to play Fortnite unless it's for, like, a charity event kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I love her look in this. I think she looks really, really cool. So much so, like, I wish that was a, like, a toy or a collectible, yeah. the way she looks. Yes. Like, just to have it, like, I know I know my girls would love to have an Aloy figure like that just to play around with. Um yeah. I what I am super stoked for and what I think is really cool is the Aloy and Lara Croft team up kind of duo thing that they're doing. 
Yes. Because I think having those two together is it's awesome. And I was even thinking about it when um, when I first saw it. I was like, man, just like imagine having a little daughter and like she turns on the screen and that's the first thing she sees. Yeah, you right. know she's she's about to go out there and be the Fortnite master, and she sees that. That's just that's so awesome, and and that that's going to mean a lot for a whole lot of uh, a, a new generation of gamer out there. And so yeah. I think yeah, that's that's the coolest thing about that uh, for sure. That crossover. What do you think this means for Horizon, though, Kyle? Is this possible hint that hey, Horizon's definitely coming this year? Oh, right, there so why are. Why would we put this there, character I, here? I'll raise my hand right now. I'll swear in any Bible. Horizon's yeah. coming out this year. I have no qualms of it being delayed to next year. Egg on our face. Egg on my face, not your face. On my face. No, I'm, your, I'm right there with you. There's okay. No I, I really I don't see any situation where it's not out this year. Yeah. I think it's been. Tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) It's been roughly, uh, it's four years since it came out. It's probably later this year, so probably closer to five. Sure. I think they waited as long as they could to announce it. And I think it's telling that it wasn't a launch game for PS5, because I thought it would be, because of the the time frame or whatnot. I, I think it has to be this year even even a oh, year wow. from ps5 in november yeah it being like the big playstation game this this fall or else what You're is here that? folks it's it's happening kyle has the faith he believes right here with a horizon inspired dual sense i'm lying but that'd be fucking rad <laughs> <laughs> that'd be rad i really do hope they do like the specialized like plates as well yeah. That'd be really cool, but that's a huge ask as well. That's a huge ask. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm really excited for the skin. I'm definitely logging in first thing tomorrow morning, and I'm going to be downloading it. It just speaks to, when I think of, like, who is the mascot of this show, it is Aloy. Sure. She's the best, and I love her, and we need to protect her. Uh, but that said, I also like the PlayStation 5 get up that she has as well like all you need to do is play it on your playstation 5 and you have the the cooler looking armor on her that's dope oh yeah it's awesome i'm also wondering because by either tonight or tomorrow morning what the cinematic is going to look like for her because they've had a cinematic for master chief which was awesome they had one for kratos which is fantastic they've had it for all their little crossovers Mm -hmm. that they've done and i've just been buying all of them because I'm a fucking dummy, but yeah. I, to me, I have a rule now. It's like, if it's part of their game history collection thing that they're doing, I'm probably buying it. That's awesome. Because I'm an idiot. Uh, can <laughs> For anyone watching on video, yeah. the reason I was giggling while you were talking, Why? Why? I don't know how long it's been there, Joe, but we've sat down f- for three plus years, right? Uh-huh. And I know the lookout of your room. Uh-huh. I know what posters are behind you. I know what's on the, the shelf. Yes. When did Olaf start on top of the TIE Fighter? When did that happen? Oh my god, that has been there forever. I That's literally just noticed set. Olaf. And I'm like, why the hell is Olaf on a TIE Fighter? So, okay, and the reason why the TIE Fighter hangs here, this is this is a little inside baseball for the podcast. The reason why the, the, the it is where it is, I this has been here for like over five years, I think. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember coming back from my Spain trip 
And it was like a, like a couple days after my birthday, and everybody decorated my room with a whole bunch of Star Wars stuff. And oh, Wolf sweet. was just hanging there. Oh, just wow. to hang there. It's really so been there the whole time. He's been yeah, and I've what? and I'm just having it there because I'm waiting for the day it falls. It's now just <laughs> there because I'm like, like if I change it, something fundamentally changes about this room. Like this history. I, I'm literally having like a Berenstein Bears situation going on because yeah. I never notice Olaf on there. Man, right. it's this new camera. It's giving a whole lot of definition <laughs> to your background. <laughs> oh my goodness. Listen, Kyle, I could talk about the background, this set, and all that. <laughs> but we have to talk about some other strange investments. Yeah. What a segue. <laughs> Sammy Barker over at Push Square writes, Sony invests another $200 million into Fortnite, Unreal Engine creator Epic Games. Epic Games has raised a further $1 billion in funding, with Sony signing the check on another $200 million investment. You may recall the manufacturer pumping $250 million into the Fortnite maker less than a year ago, but now it's followed that up with another nine-figure sum. Quote, the investment builds on the already closed relationship between the two companies and reinforces their shared mission to advance the state of art in technology, entertainment, and socially connected online services, end quote. A press release reads, quote, Epic continues to deliver revolutionary experiences through their array of cutting-edge technologies that support creators in gaming and across the digital entertainment industry, said Sony boss Kenichiro Yoshida. We are excited to strengthen our collaboration to bring new entertainment experiences to people around the world. I strongly believe that this aligns with our purpose to fill the world with emotion through the power of creativity and technology, end quote. It's worth noting that this is not specifically the PlayStation division making an investment, but Sony as a whole. I need to stop right there because people thought like, oh my God, what does this mean? Does this mean they're buying Epic? (laughs) They bought Epic? What's going on here? Um... This is just another investment from Sony Core. Uh, the other 200, I believe $250 million investment f- was from PlayStation Proper. Um, PlayStation Proper because they want to expand that that game scope that they have with, with Epic Games for sure. Um, Sony wants to fund uh, Epic because they see some promising tech with Unreal when it comes mm. to their production. So a lot of people don't know, but Unreal has moved from games over to movies. So like you see sets from like Falcon Winter Soldier, from The Mandalorian, uh WandaVision, you name it, whatever is being made in Hollywood right now, it's being actually made through Unreal through 3D sets. So that's why PlayStation's investing because they see that Epic is going to balloon into not just a game giant, but this entertainment giant. And so they're going to say, hey, let's see where this investment takes us. Because I I believe Daniel Ahmad said that Tencent eight years ago uh, invested half or or 40% of Epic Games. Uh, They they gave them a 40% share. And it has skyrocketed over to like 38,000% where it's like now like that just couple of million of dollars have ballooned into a few billion dollars. Mm-hmm. So like, or tens of billions of dollars. So yeah, I think Sony knows that there's something big here with Epic and they want to, they want to be there just in case, you know? Yeah. yeah. And like on the game side of things, we saw that Unreal demo uh, working on a PS5 last summer game fest. Yeah. Like the, that engine is crazy. 
mm-hmm. uh, what it can accomplish and do. And the, yeah, this two hundred million was Sony as a whole, but of course they're going to use it for for the games side of sure. things. Yeah. I think I, why not? Just how good it looks, like yeah, it's a no brainer. So there you go. We're we're talking stonks. Yeah. But now let's transition a little bit over to some bit of more flash news as well. Uh Wesley Because you know the, the future may be epic, Kyle. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to make a transition here. But <laughs> you know what's really taken off? These mobile games. I've heard oh BlackBerry is a big thing these days. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley Yin Pool over at Eurogamer writes, Sony plots big PlayStation push into mobile gaming. A job advertisement for head of mobile PlayStation Studios, SIE, reveals plans for the successful candidate to focus on successfully adapting PlayStation's most popular franchises for mobile. Quote, you will be responsible for building and scaling a team of mobile leaders and will serve as the head of this new business unit within PlayStation Studios, unquote. Sony already has a mobile publishing label called PlayStation Mobile Inc., which has published the likes of the PlayStation app, the PS Remote Play app, Endless Runner Run Sackboy Run, a top-down puzzle game Uncharted Fortune Hunter, AR app God of War, Mimir's Vision, and a handful of PlayStation 4 PlayLink titles, such as Supermassive's Hidden Agenda and Flavorworks' Erica. Hmm. Interestingly, Sony has used PlayStation Mobile Inc. to publish PlayStation games on PC, such as Horizon, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture, and the upcoming Days Gone. Interesting. Interesting. Jedi Master Ren writes in, Hey Joe and Kyle, with PlayStation branching out and attacking the mobile gaming front, how do you think they're going to go about it? Do you think they could get some quality mobile games to push their IPs further, or more realistically, cash grabs galore by using those IP. Kyle, what are they doing here? Like, what, <laughs> what are, are they, they doing? Because <laughs> Nintendo's even tried this, and I remember a few months ago them going, "Listen, those were dark times back then. We don't need to necessarily continue doing this the way we do." But you, it. but you know what they did? What's that? They made them a ton of money. The, those Nintendo things. So like I right, like Pokemon Go, Pikmin, the Fire Emblem one, Fire the, the Emblem Run Mario, game. the the Mario Endless Runner thing that they had. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's me doing it. Uh, <laughs> Don't like Pokemon this. Pokemon Go as well. Like Don't like it. I I honestly think this is cash grabs, easy money. Yeah. I I don't I don't think we're getting a Marvel Spider Man on your iPhone anytime soon. Do you think that this could somehow maybe even uh, the best news, the best scenario, them going, hey, you know what? Let's make this PlayStation Remote Play app even better. Do you think that that could be something? That is more interesting. I I, I think you see what Game Pass is doing in xCloud on the Microsoft side of things. And if PlayStation can do their own version of that and have it work close to that or even better yeah. that's a no-brainer i think that's pretty cool but that's not happening here no of. it's not there's nothing here but cash grabs and that's the thing that kind of depresses me is like is this jim ryan sony is are this, you, or playstation are you kidding me i all those games were not part of jim ryan sony oh. the mobile ones they were pre-jim ryan oh and yes you. i downloaded all of those and yes yeah. i have played those and they may or may not 
have been good. I don't remember. <laughs> They're very like, oh, there's an Uncharted game. I can play my phone. Let me check it out. And it being somewhat interesting, but not like something that's going to keep my focus for hours on end. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of these, well, I think a lot of these are cash grabs, but I do think, and I know we say it every time, and we're usually just fucking around, but I, I do think this is how you get PlayStation Austinized. And it's going to be exactly like a Mar- Marvel Strike Force or a Galaxy Heroes, whatever, for, for Star Wars. Those big multi-billion dollar money makers that they are. But them just being like, Nathan Drake's fighting like a dumb robot and he's fighting along Kratos and Sackboy and you're dying inside. Audience, the Kyle is dead. We may need a new co-host. He's given up. I hate that you're right. right. I hate that you're right. That's why I'm so defeated. And there's nothing yep. against that Marvel's uh, team up game. Like, I love that mobile game. I played a ton of my, that. My brother, he, real talk, this show's going to go so long, but I need to say this. He got into beef with his guild on the mobile game. Because he had, because someone didn't, because there's apparently reasons. I don't on mean that to game. laugh. I don't <laughs> mean to laugh, but oh boy. So guys, like you're taking it too seriously. My brother's like, you're not taking it seriously. That's a Leroy <laughs> Jenkins moment if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> the guy called my brother and asked, he's like, "There's no need for that language." Ban, <laughs> banned him from the guild. I'm like, that's what happened. He's like, yeah, Joe, it's pretty intense. <laughs> like you wanted to share that story. Listen, I'm not a mobile guy, right? I we don't care for it's not even this audience cares. I don't think about any of this. Right? Is there something that could get you excited for this, Kyle? I I mean, all joking aside, yeah. if the All-Stars Battle Royale thing is what a, a possibility, mm-hmm. I still think it would be cool if it's in that Marvel's yeah. vein where there is some sort of story there. You gather your team and you're fighting, I don't know, Sweet Tooth. Like, he's yeah. the big bad or whatever. Yeah. And you have to assemble your team of PlayStation icons and mascots and level them up. And Fuck, it makes it, so it much wouldn't, sense. It, does, it makes way too much sense. And yes, I will put a ton of time into it because that's just the fan I am of PlayStation. I'm going to apply for this job. <laughs> that's what we're doing. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's write the whole thing. Yeah. And it, and in the background, it's just uh, Easter eggs of us and this show. <laughs> yep. Why is there a guy? Why, why is there? Why is there an Olaf on his Tie Fighter in the background? <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah, I, I think this is just a whole bunch of gotcha cash grab games. But hey, listen, everybody's on. I mean, Nintendo, Microsoft with the with the Funko Pop game that they had as well. If it, you know, it's a formula of like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, and Can, at the same time, make money off of it. I mean, yeah. yeah. Can I tell you what I don't want? What do you not want? Do not give me anything AR related. I don't. I don't want to put my phone up and see something that's not really there, but it's there when it shows up on my phone. Uh, Like, it just makes me think of how a thunderjaw is coming. Oh no! Let me turn (laughs) off the phone. (laughs) So, what do you want me to do here? I'm just thinking about Pokemon Go. That really was something. Oh, I remember walking around like this pond because it was a Charmander farm, uh, supposedly. (sighs) Yeah, and like that, that it was. Look, I think the power of mobile games are la- of like Pokemon Go. Of 
it really gave you this sense of nostalgia of like back in the 90s where there was no internet. You just heard from a guy somewhere that there was a thing here in this back alley you just <laughs> needed to go get and then you get shaped. Are you telling me Child Joe would go to back alleys that he's sure. heard about? Sure. All I right. Like crime. But, I'm you know, shocked you're still here. Yeah, no. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> that is a dark scenario, I mean. But, like, but in all honesty, it was a really cool moment. And then, you know, and see It's a really cool together. moment checking out back alleys. No. <laughs> I mean, for crime, yes. But, uh, but like, having having those commun- communal moments of, like, at the park with someone who's fighting a gym or whatever, those were sure. really awesome. Um, but then you have the Marvel Strike Force games, which is just, like... Yeah, I don't want any of that. Even like, even yeah. if we got that PlayStation All Star game, I don't even think it's gonna go on my phone. Mm. I don't know, but that's fair. That said, Kyle, we talked about mobile games. We talked about investment, and you know what? I think you should invest in Enron. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about Aloy coming to Fortnite. <laughs> we talked about the April update. We talked about. The, all the drama that happened with Days Gone and all that. But you know what? It's time to hop on the Pony Sony Pony Express. Woo-woo! Yeehaw! You can send your questions over to the Sony Pony Express via two ways. You can send them via PS Trophy Room at Twitter. Every Wednesday, we ask for questions. Y'all come through. You ask us. We answer them on the show. Or... You can send it in via our Discord server, which link down below to join. It's an awesome community there. Or or the what? various tube system that Joe has installed oh, right. throughout yeah. the world. Yeah. Various tubes. I've worked on it all year. It's intensive. I'm talking from India. I'm talking intercontinental. I'm talking just like a series of crazy tubes. Yeah. You th- you th- you're thinking... It, Hollow it's Earth, like if you've seen, seen Godzilla vs. Kong, it's the all in there. The whole Earth... Uh, the underground earth that supposedly exists. And when you think about it, uh, what was the, the beep, beep, beeps? Oh, Morse code. It's crazy tech. It, it really is crazy. It's really what crazy are the tech. beep, beep, beeps? Beep, 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 beep. Because people don't know this. It, they actually had series of lines back in the early 1900s, probably maybe even still do, where they send telegrams from like the UK over to New York and then New York all the way to like Mexico and stuff like that. And these lines, they would, they set them up so that like, you know, what's up. So like a ship doesn't like run into them or like a submarine sure. doesn't accidentally. So I had to kind of do the same with the tubes. I just had to let everybody know it was weird. It was a new set of accords and everything. But Man, anyway, I would love to talk to you about how you did it underneath the ocean and not like scuba gear. Scuba gear, ingenuity, duct tape. Awesome. I'm Dave imagining Ryzen. Joe with in a scuba outfit with the yeah. the tiny. <laughs> I hope this isn't just a me reference. Please. But when you go to the beach, or when you think of a beach with a kid, and they have that that little plastic orange shovel with the wooden <laughs> with the wooden pole. That's what I got. Yeah. And just Joe on the bottom of the ocean with this little tiny shovel, just making a pipe, making a yep. tunnel. Oh. You have to with these series of tubes. Awesome Dave writes in. 
if a counterpunch to Game Pass is coming, what do you guys think Sony would need to include in it to get a fair amount of the market share? I personally want to see them leverage the patent that came out a few weeks ago about adding trophies to emulated games and offering some of those games uh, their counterpunch. What is that thing? We've talked about like what are pie in the sky, what we would like um, the service to be. I kind of put it akin to a Disney Plus where some things are exclusive to that platform or not so much the platform, but some things come day and date. Your indies come day and date to the server service, but you know, your big AAA games, you're still paying for, but at a reduced cost. And I mm-hmm. think that is a good way to, to counteract it. There's been multiple rumors of what this counterpunch quote unquote could be. Um, one of them being like it's all of Sony services combined into one, like a Voltron of just mediocrity. I don't think that's the case. Mm-hmm. W- w- but what do you think? Is it something that you could see them leverage to get people to support the service? I I actually I actually think it would be a PS Now PS Plus joining joining together kind of yeah. rebrand and not just have only PS4 games being able to download to your system to play like have PS3 and those games that are on that service being able to download and being able to play somehow even though that probably won't work with the cell processing and whatnot but I I think there needs to be just a huge just a huge push as to what PS now is we mm. thinking ever since that service was was launched I can think of one commercial or major marketing thing with that in it mm. with all these different like doesn't kratos come through a ceiling at some point in the commercial for ps now <laughs> yeah and like here look at all these games that you have to play and that was like the only shine that i saw ps now mm. get so i really do think it's more education on the playstation community of now mm. and i think you do that with bundling it into plus and having some really big heavy hitters day one like day and date kind of thing in the future yeah um, I think the, I mean, that's a great way. I, I think putting that back catalog out there of like, absolutely. Unfortunately. Yeah. I think a lot of it has to be streaming with PS3 games. Yeah. But if you could work it going, this is it. We got an emulator working on PlayStation uh, five. This is what the service entails. I think that would be great. I think that would be a great start. I think you have to merge PlayStation now, but more importantly, I think, your your previous releases, your first party games, the thing that made PlayStation 4 what it was needs to be on that service day in date. You know, I, I want all the previous catalog there and I want the one thing that Game Pass constantly gets away with is they don't tell you how long these games are here for. You just kind of think it's like forever. Um, it gives mm-hmm. you that illusion of so when things leave, they have things that gets brought to the service. You know, I want longer stays in that ecosystem. Sure. Um, Marvel's Avengers leaving in June. You only have three months to play this mm-hmm. game. Like, whatever you think about the game is is one thing. But, like, only have three months with it. I don't feel like it's fair. I feel like it just gives you the incentive to purchase the game. But I want something that is going to be here for a while. And I want them to really go after indies. That's the thing I really want to see is... 
them pushing indies on this service for them to have a home here so that Shu and his team over at, at PlayStation Indies have something here, have a base of, of where people can go to. I would love to see games like Hades be day and date on this service. Like I would mm. love to see smaller AA games be day and date on that service. I think that's the way you really get the hardcore audience on board, and then that hardcore audience will tell the casuals what's up and why the service is so great. And you need that there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. Okay. Kyle, you have anything else to add? No, I yeah. I just, I'm, all of this is leading my expectations of whatever that E3 level presentation uh, that Sony's going to do. It's, it's getting, it, the more I think about it, the more that they have to do during that. Yeah. And I think inevitably we're going to leave that, knowing and thinking that there are still some things left out that weren't talked about and being like, I already feel like it won't meet my expectations. Oh, this counter punch. No, not the counter punch like that E3 presentation around that time oh. where, because they do have all these questions that they have to answer. And if they don't answer one of them, I'm going to be like, all right, well, why the silence for so long kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. exactly. That's, I think you, you, you hit it out of the park there. Yeah. They have to say they've been silent for so long that it's yeah it's like you, you like the fact that we keep getting Returnal trailers and not a proper state of play on it right is odd to me. It's really odd. Yeah, and 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 like I'm like, do you not have faith in Returnal? So Did, game looks awesome, but like, why not cool. get do a deep dive and have us really talk to us about these enemies that we got in this trailer. Yeah. Why not roll up everything into a state of play? Yeah, I don't... No idea. I don't get it. It it does... That is the only reason I have the caution. It's not consistent. No, that's the only reason I have to to press for caution when it comes to Returnal. It's just like, it seems like Sony doesn't even have faith on it. If if all they're doing is these little trailers, I don't know. I don't don't know, but I want that game to succeed so very bad. and. It looks cool. Like when I look at it, I'm like, "Oh yeah, that looks like a, like a like Housemark's answer to a Doom would be," you know, like yeah. it has that cool aesthetic. So great moment know. in that trailer when you come across your previous scout self dead on, on the planet, and then it comes to life as an enemy. That was that so was freaking... so cool, and I'm I'm hoping my idea of like I th- I previously said on a past episode you come across your old self and you got to keep the powers if you found yourself without dying like kind of sort of but like with your upgrades and whatnot that you had on that run so what if you defeat yourself as this enemy and then you get to be able to pick one of the upgrades over that Mm. to keep i think that would be super cool yeah uh with that said kyle we usually talk about what you've been playing yeah um next week is mob the show 21 Yes. Are we cross-playing together? You're going to play baseball with me? I'll play a stick ball. I'll do it. <laughs> All right, I'm down. I Mike... get it on Friday. One question, one question. They got Mike Piazza? Do... That's an interesting question because I don't know. They got a Derek Jeter? I don't think the show has, like, classic rosters. They got a Clay Aiken? <laughs> Don't you dare. Babe <laughs> Ruth, Mickey Mantle. Ruben Stuttered. Ruben um, Stuttered, who they got on there? Yeah, they have, I know for a fact that they have Mickey Mantle in the form of 
the Diamond Dynasty cards. That, but that's a, like an online thing, and you have to use stubs to get them, which you can totally earn without using real money, but it's just going to take you a while to grind out. Uh, but I can't... I don't know if they have, like, classic rosters from, from the get-go. I know the community makes them and puts them out uh, there for you to download, but... Does Mike Piazza look like he's sick, though? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I never mess with that. How about Alfonso Soriano? Uh, he is confirmed to be one of the legends in Diamond Dynasty this year. Holy shit, I pulled that name right <laughs> yeah, out of my Yeah, you did. Look at that. Wow. Okay. Look at that. Holy... <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I I'm super so excited. Myself, dude. I'm getting it on Friday because I pre-ordered, so I get it four days early. Would you Would you care to stream that with with me? Like, like with you? Uh, like yeah. On, like on Friday, would you want to, or do you have like shit you want to do? Uh, if it's during the day, I can probably do Let's something do it. with it. Yeah, also, yeah. by the way, gang, and I know this is probably late as this time, as this goes out, but we are doing a Resident Evil uh stream as well we're doing the resident evil showcase that premieres uh on thursday again as the day this episode comes out but you probably missed it so head on over to youtube uh over to the trophy room youtube channel you'll see our reactions our breakdown of that as it happens and if there's any breaking news from here on out because sony has this thing playstation has this this (laughs) thing with us where they announce breaking news on a thursday or a friday Expect some mini episodes, some bonus shows in your feed. Like if there's we did last something week. huge, like we did last week. So, yeah. again, that is going to be something that we're going to try to do yeah. um, on the, not on the regular, but as breaking news happens, you yeah. can expect it on the feeds here. So, but uh, as yes. far as I what I've been playing, because I think that's what you were alluding. Yeah, to. Yeah, I was about to go right into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, downloaded Thumper. Because I only I only played the VR demo that came with yeah. like the demo disc with it, and played it for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, the trophies are easy, right? Just clear yeah. every level and S rank every level, and you're good." I was like, "All right, fine. You know what? I'll 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 go through it. I've, I've got up to level four, and then I've never felt so much rage inside of me." Playing so how this does game. Thumper work though? Because like yeah. Yeah, so it is a you're rhythm, a rhythm game. But like it's a rhythm shit. on rails kind of game where all you have to do is make sure you. It's really just holding down X and a direction. Okay. So there, there's unless in the further levels they add new things to you. I don't have no idea. I spoiler alert. I'm not going back in because my finger hurts. That's how hard I was oh, pressing wow. the button. So I'm not. Okay. You you have to like hold down X to to barge through obstacles you have to hold up and then press x to jump up and hit higher obstacles in the turns you have to hold x and then turn in the the direction to kind of drift around corners or whatnot Mm -hmm. um and it's great if it goes to the beat there are multiple times where you can you you find your groove and you're hitting the turns on the drum beat on the down beats and whatnot and it feels great to play but then there are some where it's going way too fast and it's hard to see what's coming up because the thing that I that bothers me about this game mm-hmm. are the the amount of flashing lights and particles that are going by you as you're going down the track. It is very hard to focus on what's coming up and they all blend together and they don't really give you a whole lot of leeway. No, that's mm. not the word I'm looking for. A whole lot of um, time heads up as to what's coming mm. up. 
So it, it's a lot of last second guessing here and there. Like granted, the the restarting or of the levels are pretty quick. It's just L one, and then you can either do the previous level or the current one. Um, and each level has like thirty mini levels inside of it. Mm. So it is beefy. It is. It's generally a fun and good game, but it is incredibly frustrating and something that I was not expecting. And okay. like I woke, I walked away uh, yesterday with a giant headache just because of the, the the lighting and the the pulsating and the franticness of this game. Like I couldn't, mm. I couldn't do it to myself anymore. I was s ranking everything too, and I was just like, you know what, I ca- I can't. Yeah. I have to walk away. So. Um, it's still, I, I still think oh. it should be tried out by some. Oh. I feel like a lot of people would dig this. It's just, there was a point where I was, I was done. I've had my time with it. I'm good to go. I downloaded Subnautica. I have yet to play it, mm-hmm. uh, but I hear it's an easy platinum. Jose was just like, you need to download it. It's off the play at home initiative. Also, yeah, at this same point, as Thumper. Same as Thumper as well. And at this point, Horizon Zero Dawn as well. Yeah, free with play at home. So go, go download Horizon. What are you doing? Um, so I think I, Subnautica's I'm, platinum is just like time incentive. I believe I so. I'm playing a little bit more Outriders, and I'm getting scared because I'm getting good gear in the game, Kyle. But I'm getting scared of this white bug. Like I was just checking Twitter mm. to see if there's any breaking news, and our good friend, friend of the show, Lord Cognito, tweets after all the love I've shown you, Denzel voice Outriders. This is my best Denzel. You think you could do this to me? <laughs> this is the best Denzel I got. Did the wipe hit him? The, the wipe hit him. He is uh. in his tidy whities and that sucks. Because like I'm, I'm starting to dig the game now. It's clicking with me in more ways. I, I was a Devastator, which was like the tanky class, but it's just so underpowered that I chose a different class, Pyromancer, and it's just so much fun. Just, just taking a wave of enemies, setting them on fire and blowing them up. It is just, it's just such a good gameplay loop that it has. And I really do like the crossplay feature of it's like setting in a code, you know, inviting two of your buds over and just playing that way, either though there's no voice chat, it is a really awesome way of like, instead of having to have a dumb, like, you know, user ID with outriders, mm-hmm. it's just like, here's my code, jump in. And it's kind of similar to that of like, monster hunter like just jump in let's just play a few rounds let's just update our our armor and all that so yeah i'm 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 digging it there's just still more glitches and bugs this game needs to figure out needs to figure out fast (laughs) i saw you were enjoying the jumping over a gap loading screen on twitter the other day yeah and weird loading screen still (laughs) like I, i i get it it is a an older game from a bygone era that is last gen. At the end of the day, it is. But it is just hilarious to see that this this super soldier that can fly in the air, you know, blow up things with just the their thought. They have to, like, have, like, a, okay, I gotta brace myself. I'm gonna jump over this little ledge <laughs> onto this bridge. Like, it's it's the dumbest little things I've seen. Or, like, cutscenes to open doors. That is dumb, stupid, but I'm it is what it is. very proud of myself that I held off. Yes. Of, um, oh my god, I'm blanking on the of word. I've been blanking a lot of the FOMO. Not buying, yeah, like giving in to the pressure that everyone's playing it, and I, yeah. I kind of want to join in the fun. 
Yeah. I'm very happy that I was able to hold off until the show because that was the only reason I'd buy it was to hold me over until the show. Yeah. And I'm it is good. also such an easy plat. Like mm. it's just like a little, it's a little grindy. So I, I, I'm still gonna be playing it. I'm still rolling the dice every time I'm, I'm trying to log in. But like it is still so much, it is so much fun. There is something really, there's something here, uh, that this game definitely has a future. I could definitely see this being a games of service, you know, with Outriders too for sure. But um, yeah, they really gotta fix those bugs. Yeah, because it's it's getting to a point with me, man. It, <laughs> I, really I mean, can't. this could be a, a a Days Gone situation where after all the patches and whatnot, it could be a completely different game. Totally different game. That's what I'm I'm feeling as well. Um, but after that, I think what well, we only have two more weeks till Returnal. Yep. I want to platinum Outriders before then. Mm-hmm. I'll play the show and I'll just do home run derby. Is that a mode? <laughs> yeah. They still have home run derby. Yeah, they do. They got to. They got yeah, to. Yeah. The All-Star game. I, I will. Uh, I didn't get to start it before this episode, mm. but I put in the Discord, like, I'm really, nothing's really clicking, so give me some ideas. And there were some great ideas out there. But there mm. was one, oh man, I'm blanking. Was it TPR in the Discord, I think? Perhaps. Uh, but he was like, I want to make sure I get that correct. I'm going to talk about Outriders, look at me, singing the song, talking about how I'm a pyromancer. Oh, no, it was it was Gavs Gotti. Gavs Gotti who suggested it. I've been saying how for a long time that I've never played Final Fantasy XV. I own it, and I've never put it on my PlayStation. There's a PS5 update. This is this is the time, so it's in my PS5. I did not get a chance to play it before this week's episode, so next week I will I will talk about it because that's a perfect perfect time to play that game. I remember playing Final Fantasy 15 online. That's the online one. No, that's 14. Oh, that's 14. What's 15? 15 is the one with Noctis. Oh, um, oh, that got a PlayStation 5? No, 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 it didn't. P- 14 oh, did the online MMO one. 15, I don't think, did. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Unless okay, it did, yeah. that'd be a happy surprise. Because, you no, know, I, I know everybody's freaking out over 14. I can't read Roman numerals. And they're like, oh my god, there's even DualSense support. And it just got me thinking of when I tried that game out for like literally a week ago. And like, I have no idea what's going on. Please let me get back into World of Warcraft. <laughs> how how do I teach these kids that World of Warcraft is so much better? I would love to start 14. I would yeah. love to. I just don't know if I have the time to There's like jobs and that's your class. It's like Oh yeah, that's a Final Fantasy thing. Yeah, that's so dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. It's like now I'm a bard. And I was a warrior. But this bard sings tunes. It's dumb. I don't like it. That said, Kyle. That's what we've been playing. That's been the show. Kyle, is there anything you'd like to spotlight before you go? Uh, sure. Other than myself at Mr. K Step on Twitter and on PSN and 61 Indie at 61 Indie.com. On YouTube.com slash 61 Indie. Our interview with Jed Shepard, director of last year's best horror movie, uh, Host. It has a 100% around Tomatoes. Mike and I sat down and discussed with him his upcoming uh, game, for uh, FMV, full motion video horror game, that happens in real time. It sounds incredible. So you, the game is only allowed to be played at 10 p.m. every night. 
You cannot play the game any other time. And if you are not paying attention for a second, you're going to be in major trouble. So it, it sounds it, it sounds super cool. Check out that interview if you're into horror games or whatnot. It's going to be awesome. And um, I do just want to spotlight a game from the indie world today. Yes. Um, Never Yields mm-hmm. by, and I forgot his name already. Ariel uh, Knight. Ariel Knight. Twitter. Um, a, a guy during the indie, indie world saying, I was tired of having this space. Or I'm tired of, of oh, I, I gaming. Have you have it got, word I, for word. Go for it. We we yeah we I I I found it so profound that I I yeah. put it on the trophy room Twitter. I made this game in Detroit to make space for myself in the games industry that previously refused to make a space for me with yes. the help of my amazing friends. Recreated something that represents something so much more. It is awesome. What a statement during in the world. I love that. And the yeah. game looks rad too. It's a yeah. endless. It's a runner, but with the story, and I I cannot wait to play that game. It's coming Amazing PlayStation in May. Already. It's so good. Yeah, and it's really awesome. Never yield. Um, I I really want to get him on the show. I know his feed must be blowing up right now, so I'm sure, gonna yeah. reach out to him, see if we can't have an interview with him. Um, this game is also coming out on PlayStation, PlayStation Four and Five. Uh, May 19th, you said, Kyle? I believe so, yep. Yeah, I love that quote because, you know, this this is an African-American guy that wants to break into the industry, sees that he's not getting a helping hand anywhere, and says, you know what, fuck it, I'm doing it myself. Mm-hmm. And um, that's awesome to see because, you know, oftentimes, you know, I, I said this uh, on, on Twitter when I, when I saw it, I, I wanted to speak up on it because it, it really did speak volumes for me. That there isn't enough people spotlighting people of color, people of uh, p- people of color's voices in the industry, and that we have to really do a better job spreading those voices rather than a select few. Like you know, I want to see more people of color, more Hispanics like me, more you know, black folks out there spreading the love of games, and we try our best to at the trophy room. But I oftentimes I get a little ticked when I see people on Twitter going, well, our podcast has done this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, you're just trying to win points for yourself of trying to prove how good you, you are. Like virtue. Is that what virtue signaling is? Like, it's just like, no, the point is not like take a spotlight on me and how all the awesome things we're doing. It's, it's about really just signal boosting these folks that need it. And I love that Nintendo gave this guy a platform to not just vent his frustration a little bit, but to showcase something that is truly unique, truly beautiful, and something that is, mm-hmm. I-, I hope, is going to be something really special. So that's that's fucking yeah. awesome. Not Detroit. even just with him, just the shout out to the Nintendo Indie World in general. There are so many diverse voices and people from all over the world making rad stuff, and yeah. everything looked great. So like, if you have twenty minutes out of your day, go check that out because it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, and I I love to see the city of Detroit get some type of spotlight as well that we often is ignored for like San Francisco, San Francisco or New York or yeah. London or whatever. And here it's it's something colorized and futuristic and cool. I'm, and I'm from somebody it, not David Cage who doesn't and look someone good. definitely not <laughs> David Cage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry Ray Martinez, I'm sorry, <laughs> but um, yeah, it, awesome to see. Thank you for. 
pointing that out. And that is at the end of the day as well. If I if I just could one more minute, something I like to see PlayStation do too. Give us an indie sh- you know showcase. Give us something out here, man. More than just a Twitter in the next yeah. hour. Here's some indie games. Don't give me blog posts. Put something out there, man. Yeah. You know? That said, that has been the Trophy Room this week. I hope y'all enjoyed. If you did, please rate us five stars over on Apple Podcasts. Please, wherever you find your podcast of choice, or find the show there, whether that is Apple Podcasts, whether that is Google Podcasts, whether that's Spotify, whether that's TuneIn, iHeartRadio, we're everywhere. And if we're not, please let us know and we will fix that AS... Uh, AP. AP. Why did I have a brain fart there? God only knows. Please follow me at Mr. Badbit on Twitter. Follow the show at PS Trophy Room as well. And with all that said, and with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you. Keep hunting. And keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Bye-bye. Love you.